So just want to say thank you for agreeing to be a guest. Um, just before we begin, I just want to tell you a little about KTCG Radio. So it stands for Keep the Conversation Going Radio. And basically what we're going to do is bring people to talk about challenging social topics yeah. um, and just have a conversation about it. Just so that it comes to the fact that anyone can have this conversation, um, mm -hmm. regardless of like background, how much limited expertise or knowledge you know of it. Yeah. Um, just the simple fact that the conversation can happen. Um, and then really quickly, my name is Janice. Um, I'm the host of KTG Radio. Um, I guess I have to share. <laughs> yeah. Educator. I'm an educator. I teach pre-K. Yeah. Um, and this is Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed, as you guys all know. I work in IT and uh, I'm the co-host of this podcast. This was generally her idea. So I'm mainly helping like content creation, making sure we're asking the right questions that we have, making sure that, you know, we're keeping this podcast going and we're trying to bring new faces into this, this space. Yeah. Um, so there's just a few disclaimers, obviously one mic. So if someone's sharing, mm -hmm. just, you know, keep your mic muted or wait your turn to um, speak. Um, if you have a disagreement with anyone in the chat, um, wait until they're done stating yeah. what they say, and then you can provide your rebuttal. Yeah. Um, and then regular Zoom etiquette, if there's any background noise um, in your area, just make, be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, so you, you can start with Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? You guys prepared? Oh, you didn't <laughs> to that. oh okay. So Taji, since you're not going to show your video, you can just be like, I agree, disagree, or I'm in the middle ground of the statement, okay? Copy. All right. So we're basically, the format is I'm going to be stating a few statements. So we emailed you all of the 30 statements that were potentially going to be on this podcast, but due to time constraints, and I don't know how much you guys are going to share, we like limited to down like 15, 10 to 15, depending on how the time goes. So if everybody's ready, you know, you got your war on the side, you're ready to jump in. We can start with the first statement. Oh, okay. And people who are showing video, uh, you can thumbs up, thumb sideways, or thumbs down. But basically, if you disagree, agree, or you're in the middle ground with the statement. Okay? All right. So the first statement is, men should pay on the first date, no exceptions. I'm in the middle. You're in the middle? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Anybody want to explain their reasoning? It looks like most of you guys are in the middle. Except me. I'll go first. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so the first day, I feel like most men ask first. So yeah. they be able to pay. I think it just depends on who's asking the person on a date. So mm -hmm. that's my take on it. Okay. Anybody else want to add on to that comment? No, I agree with her. That's exactly what I was going to say. It depends on who asks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Beverly, you're on the same page? Oh. I, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I'll give it that. Okay, Jamis, you disagree. Why did you firmly make a disagreement? I don't know. I think you're muted. Oh, you're no, yeah, never mind. You're good. You're good. Come on, man. <laughs> I 
I don't know. I think for me, I guess I wasn't thinking of like that, yeah. which I probably should have. Because I think if someone just naturally came up to me and asked me to go on a date, I would expect that they would pay for it. Mm-hmm. But I think depending on who it is and I guess depending on the relationship you have with that person, mm-hmm. I feel like you could that conversation could easily be swayed like maybe we'll go half and half or maybe I'll pay or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I do I do understand the middle ground. I mean, I would also say that um, I definitely agree with everything we've said before, but I also think that it also depends on how comfortable you feel with that. Mm-hmm. You understand? So even if he acts first, but you still feel like, you know what, maybe I don't want, to, maybe we should split the bill or whatever the case mm-hmm. might be, then you should go ahead and do that. So I think it also depends on what you feel comfortable with and what you're willing to allow to happen in the first date okay. in terms of paying the bill. Thank you for sharing, sure, Yeah. Anybody else got anything else to add before we move on? No? All right, looks good. So next statement is, if I make more than my partner, that is a turnoff. In this case, it would be a man. Most women think that men should be breadwinners. Do you guys agree with this statement? No. (laughs) agree with this statement? Okay, okay. All right, uh, does anybody want to explain why they disagree with that? If you're making more than your partner, that is not a turn off. Although I think that um, obviously it depends on the job and what kind of job they have and kind of job that you have. I think it's like, it has no correlation to who you are as a person and making that making the amount of money that you make yeah it doesn't contribute to how you are as a person how you take care of yourself how you take care of others mm-hmm. it has absolutely no no correlation whatsoever okay. Anybody else i think this is such a like complicated question <laughs> because it's obviously not a turnoff like you're not going to be with a man just because of how much money he's making like if that's the case then like what are we doing but at the same time i also <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. but at the same time i also think like like she was saying it depends what kind of job is he doing is he making less money than you because he's being lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> because he doesn't want to wake up early in the morning because he doesn't want to find a job then obviously it's definitely going to be a turnoff mm-hmm. but if he's not making enough money because of i don't know covid he was laid off specific circumstances and obviously it doesn't it, so it, it depends on the specific situation which he's in okay. Okay. Taja, would you like to add or you're good i'm good they said everything um i disagreed because it's like i don't know some people like their job doesn't provide enough income for what they put into their job like mm-hmm. I feel like the amount of money you make shouldn't really you shouldn't really judge someone off of that so I think if they're doing their job and it's their passion mm-hmm. I don't really care but if you're literally sitting on your butt all day doing nothing complete turn off like get on my inbox don't talk to me like you need to do something mm-hmm. but yeah I don't really care about the money aspect okay all right so it sounds like the key here is the ambition behind that individual, if this, if this dude doesn't show any ambition, 
that's more of a deciding factor than how much he's making, basically. Yeah. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, it's like, this is, I was not expecting this type of answer, but it looks like you guys are a diamond in the rough, which I like. It's all right, um, the old me would have been like. <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. I, I mean, the old me, like three years ago, mm -mm. You know, life teaches you things. <laughs> oh, okay, so life, life was a, okay, a good teacher, okay. So the next question, well, statement is, I am comfortable with showing my emotions to my partner. I'm in the middle. In the middle. Okay, this is a good diverse answer. Would the, I see Jamise and Jania agreed. Would you like to explain why? Yeah, I mean, for me, no one's ever... I mean, I'm just a very outspoken, my personality is just out there. Mm -hmm. My facial expressions, you'll mm -hmm. know if I don't like you, mm -hmm. if I do like you, like I wear it on my face. So I feel like, and I don't hold back because I'm like a lot of people take you for, take that for an advantage. Yeah. Like they'll sit there and they'll be like, oh, she's so nice and so sweet. And I'm like, no, wrong answer. <laughs> like I may be able to cry, but I can also show other emotions at the same time. Okay. That, and that's just how I've always been. I mean, I don't care. If you don't like me at my worst, you're not going to like me at my best. <laughs> Jania, you got anything to add? As a I'm the same exact way. Like, I wear my emotions on my face. I can't lie. Like, I think, like, in that sense, I'm an honest person because I will tell you if I'm happy. I will show you if I'm sad. I will show you, like, what's bothering me. Mm -hmm. But I won't do it in, like, I won't, like, lash out or anything. It won't be, like, a manic kind of way or an extreme kind of way. It'll just be like a normal way, like I'm showing you my emotions, and it's it's not hard to. I mean, it's not easy to hide emotions either. It's very like, if your emotions come in, it's gonna come in. Okay. All right. And for the people that were in the middle, Beverly and Taji, would you like to share why? It looks like okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm one of those people that really good at hiding my emotions um unless i'm like really angry or like devastated about something i'm good at hiding it mm -hmm. just because i'm one of those people who observe other people first before i react to certain things and when it comes to guys i usually give them time to express their emotions first so i can act accordingly because mm -hmm. based off my experience they're they're a little sensitive <laughs> so and I can be a bit of, um, as my friends say, I can be a bit of a force, so I have to mm. calm down a bit. So I'm quiet for a reason. You like very open with my emotions like people know automatically when i'm mad so like at the beginning of my relationship like it was a little bit like difficult to show like my real like emotion because you not only do i want him to take advantage of that but i also want to be able to do it in a moderate way like you know slowly little by little but now it is definitely like it is what it is like he knows me and i think it also makes the relationship go so much like easy like smoother because like it like communication is key and emotion is a huge part of communi of communication. So if he knows that I'm angry and mad, whatever the case may be, 
and I'm demonstrating that he's not gonna have an excuse to like tell me I didn't know I'm like you know because I showed you like I communicated this with you so I think now at the beginning it was definitely a little bit more difficult but now transitioning to a longer period of time is definitely easier okay sounds good and as the woman that slowly disagreed Naya what's going on man what's going on okay so um I feel like how men and Jimmy already know, like, I'm not really open about my emotions, especially, like, the sad part of myself. Like, I don't really like to show that much emotion. But, like, if it's anger or anything, that's, like, really going to come out. So I'm probably going to be changing my answer to, like, the middle. Mm-hmm. But for me, I just don't – I don't like communicating my emotions. Like, I don't like saying, oh, I'm feeling sad because, like, that just – I can't do it. Like, I don't know because I'm young still and I, and I just, like, can't – figure out how to communicate that, but I literally just don't like doing it, so. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Like that answer. Thank you for sharing. Um, if you guys have nothing else to add, we can move on to the next statement. And that is a woman's role in a relationship is to follow her man's lead. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So it looks like this is the first unanimous statement. Anybody can go first and explain. I'll go. Okay. Um, so I think it all depends on, well, it can depend on this context. It can depend on your man just completely a dumbass and you don't want to follow his lead. Yeah. Um, or because you know, as a person, you also have your own lead that you want to follow mm-hmm. and not just follow someone else's. Mm-hmm. You guys should be in a partnership where you're both leading each other. Mm-hmm. You're both helping each other up mm-hmm. and you're both guiding each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, it should be a partnership. It shouldn't be like, oh, I lead, you follow. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen that a lot. I've seen a lot of men say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they think, oh, because I'm a man, I'm, you know, the the leader, I'm the, you know, I know more than you or something. And that's a huge turnoff yeah. because you obviously, one, that's, you really don't, like no one does. No one knows more than someone else. Mm-hmm. But because you could have your strengths, he has his strengths, you have your weaknesses, he has his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, it, when, so that statement itself, I lead, you follow, really comes from a misogynistic point of view. It's saying that, you know, women are just subservient. Women don't have their own ambitions. Women aren't capable to lead. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Anybody else would like to add on? I have a question. When you say lead, um, can you give us like an example, a specific example? Because that question <laughs> could lead to a lot of different so, places. In my, well, in our mindset, it's more like because in some relationships, the man is the head of the household, right? He's the one that has to know what to do in every situation. If there's a problem, if whatever he thinks is the right solution, the whole household has to be behind him and support him. So that can be an example, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that help you understand the statement? (sighs) 
<laughs> this microphone. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. I agree with what um, Jania said before. Um, it's a partnership. And I was talking to my mom and my sister about this actually like two days ago. In a relationship, like things are not always going to be like 50-50. This is impossible to have that. Sometimes it might be 49, other parts 51. But in, in, when it comes to like the overall viewpoint of what a relationship is, no man should be telling you, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you cannot do. This is what you can't do. Because obviously, although it is a part, we're not only a partnership, but we also, we're also different individuals. We need to hold, we have our own dignity. We are able to make our own decisions. And when a man tells you, sit down, this is what you're going to do, then he's taking that away from you. And I can say that because I've seen a lot of that, specifically in my culture. I'm Dominican and men are well a lot of men in dominican culture not all of them um tend to be very patriarchal like you can't go somewhere you this is what you gotta do this is what you cannot do i don't want you talking to this person i don't want you talking to that person i don't want you wearing this i don't want you wearing that and certain things that i think like when it inhibits who you are as a person when it's limiting you when it's not allowing you to fully express yourself then that is when the issues emerge so no you can't mm. tell me you can't <laughs> lead me we're supposed to be leading each other okay i like that thank you anybody else would like to add before we move on to the next statement Matt, Tasha, um, no i think i wait who was talking Good. <laughs> um, I agree with both ladies who just rec- recently spoke. Mm-hmm. That whole "you should lead me" thing uh, that rubs me the wrong way because you're taking away my voice. Yeah. I- I'm not I'm not a little pet. <laughs> I'm not going to just follow you everywhere you go mm-hmm. and agree with you on something, especially if you're wrong. We both not going to say here look stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know <laughs> when you're wrong, and I'm gonna show you the right way if I if I know of the right way. Yeah. I, I, for me, I just, I can't deal with that. That, I'm, I'm a person. I was put on this earth to do what I need to do, and I wasn't put on this earth to do what you want me to do. Yeah. So, that's how I feel. So, um, I'm very independent. So you're not gonna tell me what to do, <laughs> where to go. How to do something it's just not gonna work out if anything give me some advice on how to do something cool and i'll give you some advice on how to do something it's a 50 50 type of thing i'm not going to be following you like a puppet master i'm not going to do that so if that's what you think is going to happen not going to happen <laughs> all right thank you for sharing do you have anything to add to me no or? they um beverly kind of aimed at what i was going to say about the whole just being a person mm-hmm. it's like i mean as a child, you know, you do lead. You, you follow your mom, you follow your dad, you follow those that are older than you. Yeah. But then I feel like once you get to a certain point, it's like you try to figure out who you are and who you want to become. So I'm like, if I'm trying to find my way, I'm not going to find my way through you. I have to find it by making my own decisions. Yeah. So, no, don't leave nothing. And yeah, independent woman. All right, thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> wait, I, sorry. Um, Can I say something? Yeah. Um, sorry. Janaya? Yeah. 
Um, she said something very important, and I think we, we should be able to um, differentiate between you leading me and you giving me advice. Mm. Um, you giving me advice is definitely more, more like, because obviously um, you might know of a topic, you might know of a certain area more than I do. Just like I might know more of something that you might know. And that way we're going to complement each other because we're going to give each other advice on how to approach certain things, and how to make certain decisions. It's very different when you're just simply dictating <laughs> what I need to do. So if we're able to make that difference, then obviously that is definitely going to help the relationship a lot. It's easier said than done, you know, because, you know, but it is definitely going to help. All right, the next statement is going to be a woman's role in a family slash household is to be the main caretaker of children and household buildings, such as cleaning, cooking, etc. Uh -oh, uh -oh. No. <laughs> Judea, you good? <laughs> She's still processing. Yeah, she, you, My hand is just like... Yeah. Middle, you're in the middle, down? Yeah, I'm in the middle, down. Middle, down, okay, okay, so who- But I'll explain why, yeah. Okay. Who agreed, nobody agreed? I don't think so. Okay, so who was in the middle ground? It was- Okay, yeah. okay. Junior, you wanna go first? Yeah, um, my thoughts won't be clear though, but um, I think because children get very attached to their mom easily because they are there by default. I think that, yes, the mom should tend to the children, but so should the dad mm -hmm. equally. Mm -hmm. But I think by default, and this doesn't mean, you know, she has to take care of the kids all the time. It just means by default, she's there. So the children is a lot of her responsibility yeah. but that doesn't negate the man from participating yeah exactly okay. but yeah it doesn't mean like oh i'm not going to take care of the kids like that's why i didn't put my like agree yeah. uh, it doesn't mean like i'm not going to take care of the kids at all or you know it's still a partnership but i think by default the mom has the, the responsibility of the children oh. just the children not taking care of the house and all that like that the house thing that's both should be shared. Should be shared. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Beverly, you, have, you look like you have something to say. Um, I think there needs to be a balance. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, as women, we carry children in our womb for nine months for a reason. Mm -hmm. But I think that when a father or a dad is absent from a kid's life, yeah. you're able to see that um, later in life. And I've seen that. I've seen the effects of the absence of a father in a child's life. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I disagree a little bit. I don't think the woman should be the sole caretaker yeah. um, of the of their children in the, the, the household. Yeah. But I also think, like, if <clears throat> I don't want to be taken out of context. Okay, I don't. Mm -hmm. For example, if a woman, she's not working, she's home, it's expected that she's going to be the main caretaker of the house. And I say this because some women still 
are not as independent as some of us might be. Some women still like to rely on men. Mm. That is specific case scenario. Some women still choose to stay at home. So if they're choosing to stay home, then obviously then the conversation changes. Then you are expected to take care of the housing. You are expected to also take care of the children because he is the one who is working. And, you know, so you should be helping him in the household. I don't want to be taken out of context. It makes sense. It makes sense really. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Um, anybody else who wanted to put it down wants to share? That was it. Everybody else would disagree. Uh, okay. Um, now it's for the people who disagree. Would like to start us off. I mean, I can start. I think with this question, and I have this conversation a lot with like my co teacher, and she's married, and we kind of go back and forth about this whole statement that men believe you know, they have this concept in their head that if I don't do it, she's going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if I have to, if the child needs clothes, jackets, um, food, like she's going to make sure it happens. Mm -hmm. And that's where that burden is placed on. And that's where in my mind, I'm like, we have to like diminish that completely because it comes to this point where it's like, she needs to have all this stress and she needs to be thinking about the child and she's got it and I don't have to worry about it, but it's like, it's a balance of you, you these children are just as much as yours as they are mine. Yeah. And I think that's what, where my brain was going. Yeah. Taji, Maya, got anything to add? Oh, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it is a balance, but at the same time, I'm just like, no way you expect me to stop my life and what I want to do just for you to just I know you're gonna have your own career and stuff like that right but some people in some situations they're like okay I'm gonna be the breadwinner you have to stay home you have to quit your job you have to do this and that 50-50 because I I don't like the idea of the woman being the caretaker and then the man being the breadwinner and I, I don't know I feel like the beauty should be shared either way, but career-wise, uh, household-wise, everything. Okay. Do you have anything else to add, or are you good? Um, so, yeah, I agree with everyone. Pretty much disagreed with it. Like, we made these babies together. We're going to take care of it. Take care of them together. We got this place together. We're going to take care of it together. Okay. But I, I don't see the issue with that, unless there was, again like everyone said, some type of agreement or a loss of a job or, you know, something happened where the woman has to stay home. Yeah, you're going to, you know, make sure the kids are set and good while he's at work and the house is clean so it's less to have to worry about when he comes home. But that doesn't mean when the guy gets home, he doesn't tend to the kids too. Yeah. Those are your children. They're going to want to see their dad. There are things that, as a father he can teach them that I probably can't. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just going to rely on the woman to provide and take care of these kids when you're available to them. Yeah. And with the house and cleaning and stuff, I'm not a maid. <laughs> we both going to do this. We both wanted this place. So we're both going to take care of it and make sure it's up to par. Okay. Just like if it was the opposite way, if the man is not working and he chooses to be a stay-at-home dad, you would do the same thing. You don't expect me to come home and take care of them too. 
and and you just watch TV all day. No, that's not how that works. All right, thank you, Michelle. Exactly. All right, so if anybody is done, we can move on to the next statement, which is a man should take care of all of the bills in the household. Oh. Nope. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> Anybody, since it's, it's unanimous, anybody can jump and start and explain their reasoning. Um, I want to know what's going on with the money. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> if we're both providing financially, mm -hmm. we both need to be involved with taking care of the bills so we know where the money's going. Mm -hmm. Just in case, God forbid, something happens to that man, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't be in the dark when it comes to finances because then I might lose some, the house or what if I lose my job? Now I don't know where things go. What's happening here? These people are calling me. It's best that both take care of it. Now, if one is better at taking care of finances than the other, then that's understandable, but don't keep the other person in the dark. Mm -hmm. that's really cool. okay. yeah. Anybody else has anything to add? Yeah, um, I guess I like definitely agree with that. And I'm just thinking like why I would answer that the way that I answered the question. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I guess it's just my mom and her building in this independency is like, I mean, she always told me don't rely on no man. So it's like if you don't have the money and you're expecting him to make sure you got it all good. Yeah, you, it's a lost cause. I guess, and that's when... Beverly was mentioning, you know, the absence of a father. Like, you would know that I have an absence of a father in my life. Um, and I think that shows that, like, the, the sharing of bills should be, like, it just should just happen automatically. Um, I think that's important, one, for that person to just be able to understand what it means to be an adult, right? Because you, you're not just going to be sitting up there living lavishly I don't know where your money's going, but it needs to be going here. And if I'm spending my money, my hard-earned money, you should be spending your hard-earned money too. Um, unless I guess you made an agreement and you're like, you pay for the bills and then you pay for all the dates and the gifts and the, you know, so it's like there's an equal amount of money being spent. But that's only if they have an understanding of what it means to pay bills because it's no joke. Thank you. Yeah. Um, anybody else before we move on? It's fine to say no. No? Jenny, you good? Nice. <laughs> All right. So we can move on to the next one, which is I find men who are emotionally available, not unavailable, unattractive. I'm in the middle. You're in the middle? <laughs> you might disagree crazy. It's <laughs> fine now, you know. You don't have to appease nobody. So let me repeat it. I find men who are emotionally available, aka sensitive, unattractive. Okay. Disagree for Junior, disagree for Janice. <laughs> Oh my God, okay. All right, okay, you guys, you two can think, Jania, uh, Jamis, you guys can go first since you guys disagreed. 
And Taji, you said you're in the middle, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Jania, Denise, either one can go first since you guys disagree. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, since I'm, I'm, I just like to see a man that's able to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that shows just who you are overall as a person. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like men get so, and it, but from what I've seen, they, it's so easy for them to show anger mm-hmm. or that they're tough, that they're hard. And it's like, I know you can cry. I know you get upset. I know you get sad. So I feel like you need to show me those emotions. And I'm very willing with like letting it, you know, accepting that this is how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess for me, that's, that's why I don't find it unattractive. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it doesn't show me that you're weak. It shows me that you're a person, that you're human. Um, and I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, going again to what I said earlier, if you are able to, I guess, well, at least to me, if you show your, you're able to show your emotions, it shows me that you're honest. It shows me that you aren't afraid to cry. You aren't afraid to, you know, be in touch with your sensitive side. And if you, like, being emotionally available just shows that you don't submit to the status quo, that a man shouldn't show his feminine side or his sensitive side. Um, And there's nothing wrong with being, showing that side. It just shows that you're human, like, yin and yang, like, we're both going to have the same emotions and we're both going to have, we're going to both want to express those emotions. And if you can easily express them, then that's better. It's, it's not unattractive in any way. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, Taja, you, I think you were the only, well, not the only one who were in the middle, but you said you're in the middle. Would you like to share why you're in the middle? Sure. Um, so don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys that, it is a good thing for a man to show his emotions because he's human. I've spoken to a lot of my guy friends about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're sad, I make sure that I tell them, you, you, if you got to cry, I cry. Like, I expect you to cry. You're a human being. You're not a robot. <laughs> but, but I have dealt with sensitive guys. Some of them are too sensitive. And it gets weird. Um... They are a little over the top, mm-hmm. and you have to, you feel like you're walking on eggshells with them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm in the middle. I'm not against it completely. Like, I, you need to be a robot. You can't show emotions. That's BS mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I want a guy to show emotions, but don't overdo it to the point where you can't control your emotions. Yeah. So that's how I feel. I mean, I feel that regarding anybody, not just men, but you need to learn how to have some level of control over them and to really think logically about reacting to certain things. Thank you, Tajin. Hmm? Um, Naya, Beverly, have you guys decided on an answer? <laughs> <She's> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said before that emotion is a huge part of communication. Okay. It's not like I want to I want him to tell me, oh my God, I'm feeling sad. I, I just think that it's not an attractive to me. I think it's, I actually like that because I, I like 
you're for him to reciprocate the same way I'm being with him. You know, because if let's say we're having a conversation, we're getting deep and thought, whatever the case might be, yeah. I want him to reciprocate that. Yeah. So I think that for me, it's not an attractive, it's actually very attractive. And I think that, like Taji said, there needs, there also needs to be a balance. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be out in the streets and like, you're crying. Like, I, I think there's like a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if it, if we're able to understand that and knowing this is a good time for us to be sensitive with each other, this is a good time for us to have a conversation, like it, then it's fine. I just think we just need to find out the right place in the right time. Gotcha, gotcha. Maya? Oh, man. I'll say I'm in the middle. Okay. Do you have a reasoning? <laughs> um well I'm not really emotional so for me when I talk to people and they're like super emotional and they want like be a little bit not a little bit sensitive but it's like the sensitivity is like not what I'm used to it's just like okay maybe I should just not talk to this person mm. I don't know if I'll be able to like I don't know if I'll be able to um let me get the words out but um I don't want to sound like I'm being a female dog (laughs) I don't want to sound like I'm being that because I'm like very tough I'm I'm not really emotional so if I'm saying something and you take it very sensitively or if you take it very emotionally I'm going to be like okay well that's disgusting because I'm not used to that so I don't know I don't know. No, that's fine. You don't have to know. I mean, this is why we ask the questions to help you guys think about and maybe find an answer later. But if you do, we'll be open ears. Uh, Beverly? I mean, I think also, like, now that we're having this conversation, I'm thinking, like, why would we even find it unattractive? Why is it that we might, why do we even have to think about someone showing his or her, well, a man showing his emotions as unattractive. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make him any less of a man? Does that take away from his virility, from his ability to be a man? Like, why is it that we're questioning? Or, like, the fact that we even answer, like, asking these questions makes me think, like, it's, it's something's not right. Because yeah. em- emotion is something that is part of us. It's something inherent. It's something that we're born with. Mm-hmm. So being able to demonstrate that and being able to show that is also as natural as having them. Yeah. So the fact that we are even questioning it or asking why shows that as a society, <laughs> we probably have not been doing things right for a long time. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, we can move on to the next statement, which is, I do not need a man to feel complete in life slash Productive, ambitious. I am productive, ambitious when I am single. Sideways. Up. The first part. I agree with both. You agree with both? Okay. Beverly? Yeah. You have a question, Beverly? Wait, could you repeat the question? So, okay, so this statement is a two part, right? So, I do not need a man to feel complete in life. And the other side of it is I am more productive when I am single. 
Oh crap. <laughs> Is it middle? Middle? Okay, so Junior, you were in middle ground. Now you was up and Taji, what was your answer again? I agree with both. I'm up. Okay. Thumbs up. So people who agreed with both statements, you can start. I mean, it just goes back to my mom just instilling the whole independency thing in me. Mm -hmm. Like, I just got to do what I got to do because no one's going to do it for me. Um, and I think I've been able to go through life with that thought process. I'm not saying I don't mind having a man in my life, obviously, but I think I don't need to feel complete like for him to be in my life. And I, I would say... I mean, I feel like I'm still productive and ambitious just yeah. as I was when I was single. Mm -hmm. So I think that is very dependent on who you have in your life, mm -hmm. um, whether they're motivating you or they're pushing you to be a better person. Mm -hmm. um, and because if they're bringing you down, you're obviously not going to be productive and ambitious. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I feel the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. Anybody else who agree would like to share? I said I agree also because of that independency that I have. Mm -hmm. um, the key word is need. I don't need anyone to feel. Yeah, that's the key word, yeah. Um, would I want someone to feel, like, to, you know, fill in that little bit of voice that I have? Yes, but need, I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and for the second part, it was, like, more ambitious. More ambitious slash productive. Like, you find yourself doing more outside of a relationship than when you're in one. I'm going to say I act the same way. I'm pretty, it, it does depend on the person that I'm with mm -hmm. because sometimes that person might bring something more out of you out. Yeah. So that, but I don't think I'm more ambitious when I'm single. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoever was in the middle ground, you guys can share now. Oh, wait, Tasha. I'm sorry. Tasha, would you like to share? Or are you good? Um, they pretty much said everything. For the first question, it's more of a want, not a need. Yeah. Um, and for the second one, so far, I have been more productive and, and ambitious when I'm single. Mm. I think maybe down the line, I'll have that support and less of a distraction. Yeah. Um, but so far... I'm definitely more productive and ambitious single. I yeah, I think it's more of having someone as more of a supplement mm. to your hard work and you know ambitions, but it's definitely not a need. That's why I was kind of like in the middle. Yeah. Um, it would be great to you know obviously have someone to you know like Janai said to fill in that little void. Yeah. But it's not it's not a need. It's not like like you'll die if you don't have someone or <laughs> yeah, you know, like but the second part, mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm more productive when I'm single mm -hmm. for sure, like by far. Um, because I feel like when you're in a relationship, you're you're also focusing on the other person too, like what they need and what they want, their yeah. ambitions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, 
but I do notice that I am more productive. Again, it doesn't mean it's a, it's a good or bad thing. It's just an observation. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you, um, So I would say, obviously, I do not need a man to be complete. <clears throat> Personally, like, before having a boyfriend, like, they would, like, family members, friends, all of that, would always ask, when are you going to get a boyfriend? When are you going to get a boyfriend? When are you going to get a boyfriend? And that eventually, like, makes you feel like you're not, like, complete. It makes you feel like there is a missing part because they're always asking you for that. So it did take a while for me to realize, like, you don't need a man in order for you to feel complete. Mm. So now, so obviously, you, you don't. And my mom has always taught me, like, you need to learn to be self-sufficient, not only in t- talking about being in a relationship, but, like, without me, without your family, you need to be self-sufficient, not only economically, but emotionally. So obviously, you do not need, I do not need, I think I don't. It's, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, my God, I miss... Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, stop laughing. Um, <laughs> when it comes to um, um, being ambitious, I think that the way I've been raised is you need to be ambitious regardless of who you're with. You need to be ambitious regardless of who's next to you. I've always wanted the best, and I will continue to want the best. That being said, I think that when you have... When you're with your partner, with your boyfriend, there is something that makes it more... I don't know, more exciting when you're both like working together and building towards something together. So I would say that just because of that specific thing is why I like was in the middle ground because I do find myself to be a little bit more, I don't know, like content while also being ambitious, like wanting more because I feel like we're doing it together and being able to do it together it just feels so much better than doing it on my own. That's sweet. I like that. I like that. Thank you all for sharing some great answers there. All right, we can uh, move on to the next one. This one might get interesting. Uh, we'll see. Women are superior to men. <laughs> disagree, disagree, disagree. I'm in the middle. Oh, oh, okay, okay. You want to go first or you want to go last? Uh, I'll go last. Okay. All right. Whoever disagrees can go first. No, you're going to I mean, we're, we're not. I don't think we're superior. I don't think they're superior to us either. I think we are somewhat equal. But I do think that the fact that we are the one bringing kids to this world make us a little bit, you know, <laughs> not superior, but, you know, we, we, we have somewhat of an importance over you guys. But I think we're equal. All right. I feel that. I feel that. Anybody else? Um, I just kind of agree with everyone. Um, I don't think anyone's superior than each other. Like, no gender is more superior. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that, you know, there's like really strong qualities that we have that are somewhat better mm-hmm. than men. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't think we, I think both genders have qualities that are both admirable and just don't, it doesn't, I don't know. It's, it shouldn't be on a pedestal. It shouldn't be on like, Oh, it's better or it's not better. You know, so that's my, that's my opinion. Um, 
I just think that we're all equal, no matter what the gender is, no matter what the race is, all of that stuff. It doesn't really matter. Like we're all equal. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I see you, Dr. Martin. no i mean i don't ever see myself above someone i feel like regardless of the gender you all bring something specific to the table and it's not it could be based off your gender obviously because of our i'm just thinking of like genitals like you're gonna need one and the other in order to do something but you know the way science is going we don't need that after a while (laughs) yeah beverly's like yeah shut up (laughs) but um i guess i was just thinking in the cases of like where people like our our gender and all those other things obviously we're named they were labeled so it's like before that i am a person and I don't bring these certain things to the table because I'm a woman. Mm. Like I bring it because this is who I am as a person. Um, And that's why I could be superior or I could be equal to someone. Um, But that it's not based on my gender. Yeah. All right. right. Madam Taji, what what makes (laughs) middle ground? What's going on? Um, So when I was thinking superior, biologically, I hate the word superior, but (laughs) I do think we, we do, women do bring a lot more to the table biologically, Mm -hmm. but overall, I would agree with everyone else. As human beings, we are equal, but that's why I said I'm in the middle. It depends on what you're talking about. about. Overall, we're all human beings. Yeah, all right. Thank you for sharing Mm-hmm. 